Welcome to the Body Forward Podcast. I'm Kenzie Burke, your host, and it is here I call upon you to be moved, elevated, transformed, and ultimately propelled forward. Just test. So test one, two. My name is Kenzie Taylor Burke. Who the hell knows where that name came from? My name is Eric Michael Roberts, the most American name of all time. (laughs) Very 80s American. We love that. Any ethnicity scrubbed out of it. But so is Kenzie. (laughs) Kenzie's kind of like, like you're like an American doll. You know what my mom said? Like a brand. I named you Mackenzie Taylor Burke and I thought that'd be a great law firm name. Well, that didn't happen because I didn't go to school. (laughs) I mean, you are a boss though. You want to do a breath before we record? Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Lead us through the breath. <laughs> Lead us through the breath. Okay. Let's go. Anyone, anyone who's listening, stop driving your car. <laughs> stop walking. Pause. Close your eyes. Eric Roberts is here leading us through a grounding, centering breath. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Okay. We're going to do a three-part breath together. Um, it's really going to switch us into that parasympathetic state, calm our nervous system down, get us ready to drop in. So we're going to take a deep breath in through the nose. Once you're at the top, take an extra sip in through the nose so you're really full. And then you're going to do a big physiological sigh out through the mouth. Really <sighs> lean into it. <sighs> Really lean into the breath out, make the sound that really is part of the physiology of it as well. Um, really get all of that air out. It, it's a really, really useful tool to um, switch our nervous systems into that calm parasympathetic state. Something else to note, I, I start my sessions and my client work this way. And I've noticed um, that people sometimes don't breathe in and breath is so so important to all of us and to connecting to our bodies we are going to talk more about that in this episode um but when you are breathing in just pay attention take note tune inward and make sure you are taking deep full breaths and you will really notice a difference wait i love that you said this because i'm gonna take you through now what i do every morning great So I do a whole meditation breath work thing before I get to this point, which I'm going to share in body forward soon. But when I get to this point, I take a big deep breath in, in, yeah, go to the fullest capacity that you can possibly go. And then with your mouth, so that breath was through your nose. Then with your mouth, sip up the very last bit that you can do. And as you do it, Put your face up to the sky, close your eyes and puff your chest out. So the most breath you can possibly take in. So in through your nose, puffed up to the sky, in through the mouth, hold it at the top and you hold it as long as you can go. And then you release. And I do that three times Yeah. and you hit a state of euphoria. Mm-hmm. You actually have to be mindful of what's behind you and in front of you just to make yeah. sure you don't kind of fall backwards or forwards. Mm-hmm. But that brings you into a state that is truly you. Yeah. The breath, the breath is such a powerful tool. 
our bodies are such powerful tools. Um, and this is not the first time we're report- recording this podcast. We actually just previously <laughs> recorded it. So tiny backstory. We recorded an hour long, beautiful podcast. I feel like I opened up on levels I've never opened up before. Eric channels on levels he's never channeled before. And it was just so spot on. And then when the memory card was plugged into the computer, the episode was gone. So little backstory. It is Monday, October 16th at 6.49 PM central time. And Eric Roberts, who is my nearest and dearest best friend, him and I have been through a dark night of the soul times three together there and back. We have been huge pillars in each other's lives, best friends, just soulmate on a lot of levels. And Mm -hmm. I think when we talk about some of these transits, we really were supposed to meet. It was written in the stars. Um, He lives in LA currently. He's visiting me in Texas and we are in a massive eclipse portal Mm -hmm. that has shaken all of our lives up on a collective level, on a personal level. And my podcast go live every Tuesday morning. Like I said, it's Monday. (laughs) And we were like, we have to record an episode because we need to tell people that it's okay. Yeah. I mean, it's very interesting energy right now, but if you're feeling it, it's normal. And we really wanted to dive in. And so I'm going to hand the mic over to Eric because I want to start with what is an eclipse? Yeah what is going on at this current moment mm-hmm. that's important to know yeah an eclipse is a uh transit in astrology and transits are uh the movement of the planets and the points within our birth chart um you know as a lot of you know we all get our own individual birth chart um that stays static that's the snapshot of who we are of our soul at birth that does not change but time moves on, seasons move, the sky moves, the planets move, um, and and those are what's called transits. Uh, eclipses are very powerful transits. Uh, they are known as very potent change agents, and they uh, go on eighteen month cycles over certain themes. They are tied to. Um, arguably one of the most important parts of the entire blueprint birth chart, which is the North node and the South node. Uh, the North node is, uh, shows our soul's evolutionary path, our Dharmic path, where we are meant to grow and evolve and stretch into our South node is our karmic past, the energies, the archetypes, the patterns that we have embodied, lived out, Um, in many previous lifetimes and early on in this lifetime as well. And so gaining an understanding of those placements within our birth chart is so key and so critical, especially when we're going through powerful transits like eclipses, which will, um, you know, turbocharge, emphasize these themes in our lives individually and collectively. And it's so helpful to Um, have that awareness and understanding on them so we can harness the energy. Wow. (laughs) So on a physical level, if you don't know what's going on, you may be feeling tired, exhausted, lethargic. Things could be changing rapidly. 
So I saw something online the other day that said, if you've ever had something really big in your life happen, whether it be a move, a breakup, a marriage, Mm -hmm. a job change, chances are if you trace it back and you're aware of the stars, the cosmos, all of that, it had to do, it was around the time of an eclipse. Mm -hmm. And I think that's just important to note because they are change agents Mm -hmm. and something that I really want to talk about today is sitting in the juice of, because look, it's, it's rough right now Mm -hmm. and you could look at it two ways. It could be rough. It could be exciting. It could be expansive, but it's, it's insane right now. We've, I feel I feel out of time and space. Things are changing, moving, rapidly changing. Mm-hmm. I think our collective's feeling it. I think yeah. our physical bodies are feeling it, all of that. Mm-hmm. And so where I've kind of gotten to is let's use it. Let's use it to change the timeline of our life mm-hmm. and bring awareness to how we can do that. Absolutely. I, I mean... Versus, <laughs> versus sitting in... I don't feel okay. What's going on? Yeah. Is a relationship falling apart? Totally. Why? Woe is me. My life has maybe shattered, mm-hmm. but beautifully. Yeah. Well, that's how we grow and that's how we change and that's how we evolve is by asking questions and by gaining self-awareness and these astrology and all of these other modalities are tools for self-awareness. They're tools for you to be able to ask questions and find context to look inward, to find order from the chaos. And so it helps us get clear on what is going on in our lives, what patterns are showing up, what relationship dynamics are showing up, um, things like that so that we can then make the conscious daily decisions and actions that are actually going to bring about the change. And in an eclipse portal, anything is fucking possible. This is the time to deep dive, to do the inner work, to do the self work, because on the other side of that, I mean, right now, Eric, you and I have been talking so much. It's just really hard to be rooted and grounded in a routine Mm -hmm. and feeling like, oh, this is my everyday life. That's not really in the cards right now, energetically, Yeah, because things are just so in flux. So where I've been trying to turn my viewpoint is, hey, how much can I heal? Mm -hmm. What can I tap within myself that I can turbocharge because we're in this change agent energy to completely change the course of my life? And I've been doing it. Yeah. You, you, you surrendered to it and you kind of have to surrender to it. You have to. Yeah. And yeah. So let's talk about, gosh, there's so many places we could go. Yeah. Because we've been so many places today. This is our second time recording this <laughs> yeah. episode. Well, why don't we talk about um why don't we talk about like the eclipse and like right. the energies of the eclipse? And, and let's just, talk about yeah. the themes and then we can dive deeper yeah. into how they're showing up. Absolutely. And, yeah. So um we we are having we just had a Libra eclipse um on Saturday the fourteenth. We are recording this a few days after that. Um because eclipses are so powerful, you typically do feel the effects of it about a month beforehand and even up to a month afterwards. I think it's something that I experienced, you experienced, people in our lives experienced. Um, And because this is such potent 
energy and such potent change, it, it can display in physical ways as well, like you mentioned, and like I have experienced and you have, and so many people in our lives and my clients, it's like, you can experience dehydration and tiredness and fatigue and surges of energy and anger and sadness and grief and fear and joy and all of these things. And, and that's why it's important to kind of have that context and clarity around, around it and, and what these transits are so that you don't feel crazy and yeah. you don't feel scared. Um, so all that being said, we are having a Libra um, eclipse. It's a South node eclipse. So Again, the South Node is our karma. It's what we're here to work through and clear and to learn from. So we are, with this Libra South Node eclipse, we are meant to dive into the themes of relationships and um, relationship with ourselves, relationship with others. Uh, where are we abandoning ourselves? Where are we overvaluing someone else's opinions? Big. Where are we, you know, falling into um, unhealthy relationship dynamics like codependency or enmeshment? Uh, that's basically taking us out of our power or out of our truth or out of our alignment. And, and that's what we're going to be experiencing on the flip side of this with the Aries energy because they always come in cycles. And so the Aries energy is about the self, the I, the me. Um, claiming and owning who you are and what you want and taking inspired action on it. So all these themes around Libra are coming up around relationship dynamics, um, value, self-worth, um, self-confidence and standing in your own power. Yes. Self-love. Yes. That's a huge one. Exactly. Well, and again, it's, it's those relational dynamics. Like, are you in right relationship with yourself? Do you value yourself so that you can be in a healthy relationship dynamic with another? That's massive. Yeah. That's massive because otherwise you are attracting relationships and engaged and attached to relationships based off of your own, what you need, right? Your own pain point. Mm -hmm. And I mean, that's been, I think the biggest theme for me in this whole thing has yeah. just been really understanding that, um, changing those patterns, yeah. seeing them first and foremost, which has been so painful yeah. and so angry. Yeah. And, but letting yourself go through those emotions. It's healthy to go through those emotions. Yeah. You have to let yourself feel those emotions. And that's, you know, we started talking about the body at the beginning of this podcast and we talked about it so much in the first recording. That and, didn't make it. Yeah. <laughs> RIP. Um, it, it's so important to include your body and include your feeling in this healing process, in this growth and development process. It's, it's, you, you cannot leave it out. It's an essential part of. And this. it's the most important part and something that I'm obviously very obsessed with the body, body forward, the food, everyone knows this about me, all these things. But since I moved to Austin, I, I really, I mean, I'll be able to share at some point more so the state that when I moved to Austin, but it was really like I, I was squeezed dry. And something that Eric and I have talked about was I felt like Bella from the Twilight Zone when they took all <laughs> the blood the from Zone, her. Twilight, Twilight movie. movie. Yeah. The Twilight movie. Yeah. But you know, when they took all the blood out of her, that's really like the state I was in yeah. when I got to Austin. And so 
of course my soul loves and knows to follow all these transits. That's just been my life. Mm -hmm. And of course I'm in the pre-eclipse in Libra, which Mm -hmm. is my North node and and my Chiron, Chiron, which hold that thought. Um, but when I got to Austin, you know, I am an Aries. My South node is Aries. I have multiple placements in Aries, which is me. I very masculine, very war veteran. Mm-hmm. Like, let me grab my sword. Let me grab my shield. I'll mm-hmm. be okay. And I was at the place where I was just like, I got to get into my body. And yeah. I have known the human body is incredible. That's why all my stuff starts with body. Mm-hmm. And when I got to Austin, I've done something every single week that's dropped me into my body. And um, whether that's somatic yoga, whether that's been being in a rhythm circle with other women and dancing and singing, breath work, screaming, every week I've done something. And one of the most pivotal moments in all of that was I was in a somatic yoga class and they had on the flyer, I just found it randomly walked in on the flyer. It said we do shaking. And I was like, okay, cool. So we're in this class, we're doing yoga. It's about an hour in, she gets us kind of to this state and she brings to our awareness that mammals with, when they're in the wild, they if they've gone through something that's traumatic, you will see them tremble and shake. You bring a dog to the car, you bring him to the vet, they're shaking, right? So we are mammals and we are supposed to tremor and shake. And what that does when we do that is it gets trauma that we feel in our bodies out immediately. Mm -hmm. So she gets us into this state and we start tremoring about an hour into the class. And my whole body was uncontrollably shaking. And I had one of the biggest releases of my life without my mind. Mm -hmm. And it just, I felt so much lighter after, but it just solidified so much more of how much is held in our bodies, Mm -hmm. how much trauma, how much pain, all of that that needs to be released, that can be released even without the minds. Like not everything needs a definition, Mm -hmm. not every relationship that doesn't feel right or every situation that it doesn't necessarily need a definition. Our bodies know Mm -hmm. something. I mean, you know this, Eric, but my biggest kind of awakening lately has been how many times have I denied my gut? Yeah. Right. How many times have I just pushed through that feeling of angst, of anxiety and all of that, and then ended up in a really unhealthy situation for my nervous system and my soul. So it just, this whole time has really, my message is also, there's so much information hidden in the body that can be released and not everything needs a definition from the minds. And I think we're in this time, which we can talk about, um, Pisces and Saturn and illusion in a moment, but you know, a lot of it, we're in kind of like a state of delusion also. And so illusion from some of the transits we're in the Pisces transits. Yeah. And I think a lot of people feel that. I think that's where also like the eclipse nauseous feeling, right? It's like, we're in this state, what's happening in the world. Like, is this real? What's going on? All of that. Yeah. It's, we got to tune into the body and get what, ever needs to come out out even if it's years of history absolutely and you know i love i love that we're talking about this because it is such it's it's almost like the esoteric part of of libra energy and um of this eclipse as well is is talking about the polarity 
uh, that we're experiencing and, and it's the balancing of masculine and feminine energies. And we all contain masculine and feminine energies within us. That's every single human. And, you know, Libra is about the harmonization and the balance of energies. Okay. It's the scales, it's balance, it's harmony. And so exactly like you said, you know, Libra will, go towards the more feminine side, the yin side, the emotions, the body. Um, and then we also do need to take into account the, the left brain, the logic, the mind, um, you know, the yang it's, it's the harmonization and the utilization of all of these aspects of us that lead to this full spectrum, holistic, understanding, clarity, awareness, and then ultimately um, being able to kind of move through whatever we need to move through. So going back to our Libra placements, specifically you and I, I think maybe we could demonstrate a little bit about how that's playing out. Yes. And we brought up how I have Libra in Kion, Chiron. Chiron. Yeah. <laughs> Libra in Chiron and my North node is in Libra. Libra. Yes. And then we could talk about your Libra placements yes. because obviously that's activated. So anyone listening, it would be mm -hmm. helpful to know where your Libra placements are. Obviously knowing your astrology and having a session with Eric and all of that would really solidify that. But if you're listening and you're like, where let's just dive in to show yeah. some examples because how this is playing out in my life is how it's, it's going to be different than how it's playing out in Eric's life yes. versus someone else's life, someone else's life. So we can just kind of bring some context and awareness to some themes that you and I may be seeing based on our placements Yeah, to give absolutely. some analogy. So, um, you know, you have a Libra North node and a Libra Chiron. And again, uh, the Libra North node is where your soul's evolutionary path. It's where you are meant to grow and evolve into. You are coming from a lot of Aries energy. You're an Aries sun. You have a lot of Aries placements. So Aries South node, which is where I'm from. Exactly. So for you, there's already a lot of energy holding you in your South node. It's very comfortable for you. It feels like home. You understand it. You get it. Um, so the, we all are meant to go on this hero's journey where we are stretching outside of our South node comfort zone. And I say comfort zone in quotes, because for some people it is comfortable and it feels good. And for other people it's painful and it's traumatic, but you know, we all can stay stuck or stagnant in the South node energies because it's familiar and it's what we know. Um, and so we all have to go on this hero's journey where we're facing any fears, triggers, blocks, patterns that come up so that we can evolve and grow and embody the North Node energies, which for you is Libra. And that's moving away from so much focus on independence and the self and that Aries notion of like having to fight into being in harmonious relationship with others into a more peaceful, balanced, serene life. And for you with so much Aries energy, that's going to feel uncomfortable. And it and does feel uncomfortable. And then I have a Chiron yes, in and Libra and Chiron is. Chiron is what's called the wounded healer. It indicates where we come into this life with a karmic wound, um, but it's a karmic wound that we are meant to dive into and to learn about and to become wise about it so that we we heal it and we transmute it so that not only does it become medicine for us, but it's, it's something that we can actually help other people with as well. Um, however, you know, I share this placement with you. I have my North node next to Chiron as well. It, it, it but can, not in Libra. 
No, in a different right. sign. Yeah, in a but different sign. Having your North Node next to Chiron. Yeah, it 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 again makes it that much more of a challenge because where you are meant to grow and evolve Hurts. into <laughs> is also your greatest wound. Yeah. You know, your greatest karmic wound. So it takes a lot of diving deep into the depths, dark nights of the soul, um, facing fears, facing traumas, facing old patterns, and having to take really brave aligned action to transmute this and to start embodying these North node energies, which is going to bring us a lot of joy and a lot of alignment in this lifetime. Yeah. yeah. But it's definitely not easy, <laughs> Yeah, but it's, it's, I think just bringing light to this portal that we're in something I'm very proud of myself with. And Eric, you know, this as we've mm -hmm. been kind of struggling the past couple of days trying to find regulation, Yeah, but it's, it's, we're in such a time to me. I'm like, this is so cool because eclipses are change agents and we can supercharge whatever we're going through mm -hmm. because we will be different. And so I've been kind of looking at this portal in this time of like, yeah, you know, I of course would love to be maybe working more on my actual work or maybe more into a rooted normalcy routine. But at the same time, I'm really diving into my deepest, deepest wounds because I know that this is such an opportunity to transmute them. And on the flip side, I'm like, wow, if I do this now, who am I going to be in December? I'm yeah. going to turbocharge this shit. Yes. I'm going to dive into everything. I'm going to dive into my, I've been diving into the deepest pain points and mm -hmm. transmuting and feeling into, which has brought up so much anger and just mm -hmm. confusion, the deepest of my shit, mm -hmm. deepest, yeah. which has been some relationship stuff and this certain kind of like entity and energy that I've constantly plugged into and not standing in my own self-worth when mm -hmm. I know it. And then seeing the timelines of, wow, when I really was just in my own self-worth and self-belief, look what I was creating, yeah. look at the results I was seeing. Right. And then doing the deep work of, this month, this time, I'm not on a normal schedule, but I'm doing these deep rooted shifts mm -hmm. using this energy to transmute yeah. and what's life going to look like in December, because life looks drastically different than last week and the week before and all of that because of the places that I'm seeing and visiting. Yeah. And I know the energy can be harnessed to catapult forward. Absolutely. And, and that's, you couldn't have said it any better. And, you know, this is something that we've talked about as well is that we've lost so much of, um, the information and the knowledge and even the community and the support around any, like any of these rituals or, or rites of passage or ways to really go about diving into ourselves in this capacity and transmuting some of these fears and patterns and wounds. And so, it's, you know, it, it, it takes, it takes someone that, that is really brave and has to seek it out, um, in whatever capacity to be able to, uh, transmute these things and to be able to grow and evolve and heal and go into that next version of themselves. Something I really want to make sure we touch on is we talked about it so much in the 
beautiful forgotten episode <laughs> that's gone, but, um, using kind of the flip side of Aries and softening it in with the Libra, mm-hmm. like we kind of talked about, yeah, which I feel like I've really been doing, but, um, really choosing ourselves and yes. finding our own self-worth, but mm-hmm. almost from that soft place of feeling, wow, this has really hurt me. Mm-hmm. This has really been a big theme in my life. Um, and softening into that version of myself. I'm yeah. just going to speak from the lens of I, because it's all I know how to say right now, but really finding compassion and love mm-hmm. and self-belief that I've maybe lost from a soft place without shame, without anger, without, um, resentment Mm -hmm. of myself. Mm -hmm. And then kind of bringing in this Aries energy of, wait, I'm really going to honor this about myself because I've had so much shame and guilt and anger at some of the things I've experienced in life and that I haven't shared publicly and it hasn't been time yet. Um, just at my own journey and feeling like I'm going to hide that from everyone. I'm going to hide that from myself. I'm going to live in a state of illusion. I'm not going to admit it to myself. Mm-hmm. Right. And from the past, for the past six weeks, I've been really opening up to new people here in Austin and someone I'm doing a ceremony with on Wednesday and a new great friend and starting from this place of This is my story Mm -hmm. and saying my truth in a way I've never said it before, even to myself. Yeah. And I can't wait till someday I can publicly share it because it's very vulnerable and really a deep kind of dark, insane ride. Mm -hmm. And and sometimes I can't believe I experience it, which is why I've never admitted it out loud. Yeah. Being able to get to that place, right. And starting to bring in this softness of self-forgiveness to myself Mm -hmm. At the same time, pulling in the Aries energy, not from how I've been before with it, which is here's my sword, here's my shield, blah, 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 not admitting the truth. Yeah. Getting to that soft place and then using the Aries archetype energy to be like, I'm protecting her softness. I'm protecting her wounds. I'm protecting her pain. Meshing those together have has been really powerful. And I think being able to bring those two energies in of mm-hmm. how can you find yourself worth yes. your self-love. Claiming, owning who you are, what you want, what you need to say. Um, speaking your truth is so freeing because it leads to it leads to self-acceptance. And that self-acceptance and that vulnerability, that's what leads to the self-love and the self-worth. And that's where the energy can really shift. And this is something that we talked about when we were recording before, but you've said you've even felt that energy shift currently with some of these work projects that are happening for you. Like it was an internal shift that you experienced. And then these, these other opportunities started coming in for you. Yeah. Maybe there's two things. One is talking about Taurus that's coming up, which is money and all of that. Mm -hmm. But some of these patterns that I've been breaking. I haven't externally changed anything, but internally I've been making different choices and setting boundaries that really honor myself mm-hmm. and just changing my energy and seeing the inbox change, starting to see inquiries change. And not because I've been 
outputting, which is what I always feel like I have to do to see changes, but to realize that, oh, I'm breaking some of these patterns. I'm touching some of these wounds. I'm visiting some of these places. Mm -hmm. And then the biggest thing is my own self-worth because I used to believe in myself so much. Yeah. I shot for the stars constantly. When I started, the reason I even have a platform is because I was just a fucking bulldog. Like I reached out to people, cold turkey. I Mm -hmm. saw this life for myself. I saw this person for myself. And, you know, and then I I just kind of started to plug into some patterns and to some people and to some situations that slowly took me away from who I know I really am. I guess I just kind of stopped believing so deeply multiple times Mm -hmm. and just like losing sight of what I really wanted. And so going back to just changing and flipping the energy switch and to seeing how it's not, it's not a physical game. It's not how many, how much do you put out? Right. But when you really start saying no to things, you really start changing your energy, changing Mm -hmm. your patterns, changing your dynamics, how much truly begins to shift. Because it's all an energy game. It's all an energy game. And I've game. been experiencing that even this weekend. Every time I looked at my email, I'd be like, Eric, look at this. Yeah. And and it's because you started the internal change. Yeah. Your worth and value and confidence started changing. And then it energetically comes in. And it, it, that's when it feels like magic. You know, when you've made that energetic shift and you've seen how it's reciprocated. So... Talk a little bit about Taurus then. Yeah. So we've talked a lot about Libra and Aries. Yes. So, um, you know, eclipses always come in pairs. And so we are having the second eclipse in about two weeks. And this next one is actually in Taurus, even though we are on the Aries Libra axis right now for the next 18 months. This is the final wrap up of the last 18 months where we were on the Scorpio Taurus axis. And, you know, Libra is ruled by Venus. Taurus is also ruled by Venus. So again, all things value, and this is internal and and external value. And this is very true for Taurus energy. Um, Internal values being like, who, what do I want in my life? What do I value? What do I want to bring in? Um, And then external value as well, which is all topics related to money and resources and uh, nourishment and and things like that and um, yeah, it's 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 a big theme that's going to be coming up over these next couple weeks as well, relating to like tying into these these Libra themes as well. So, how have these themes been showing up in your life? Because mm-hmm. obviously, these transits hit everybody differently, but the themes can be overarching ish. Yeah. But obviously changed based upon our own blueprint. Placements and blueprint. Yeah, absolutely. And, and also just to mention for context, uh, this, this is an extremely potent eclipse because we do have Pluto and Mars, you know, making contact with it, influencing it as well. Mars kind of turbocharges this energy in sort of a potentially aggressive, strong way. Um, And then Pluto is the archetypes of power, sex, death, rebirth, transformation, um, all of these really, really powerful themes. So this is a powerful 
purge here, especially with it being a South Node eclipse. It's really asking us to dive deep and to look deep at ourselves, our patterns, our relationships, um, to see what needs to come up and see what needs to come out and see what we need to face. And I think that is why we are seeing it so um, profoundly impacting us individually, our friends, my clients, and people in the collective as well. Can I say one thing? Yeah. I had a friend text me today. She was like, I think I have allergies. She's been really feeling the eclipse as well. Mm-hmm. She's like, I just did a neti, neti pot. Like, I feel like I have to clear. And I responded, there's something deeper you have to clear. Yeah. I mean, and that's, I just wanted to say that to bring awareness that these little physical things that I think are showing mm-hmm. are really being asked of us to go a level deeper, which you and I had a conversation about this morning when yeah. we both woke up. Absolutely. It's like, hey, yeah. where can you go deeper? I have really strong Libra placements. I have a Libra rising, which is like sort of the physical interface with the world. Um, it's it's the point of of self. And I have a Libra Venus. And, you know, that's that's my relationships. That's my money. And in the home sign of Libra. So, I, it, I'm feeling it very, very potently as well. I mean, I've had surges of energy. Um, you know, I was just home visiting family on the East Coast. And, you know, my family is just starting to gain a little bit more insight <laughs> and awareness around astrology through me. They're opening up to it. And I actually have a couple of family members with really strong Libra placements, and they were all feeling it as well and feel, having headaches and feeling tired and dizzy and dehydrated. And I'm like, it's the eclipse. It's the eclipse. And they were like, we're like, yeah, maybe it is the eclipse. So, um, you know, that's just to say that we're all experiencing it in different ways. But for me, um, with it being on such like an important part of my own blueprint, it's, it's definitely like an old version of me is being shed and that this new version of me is starting to emerge. And that's that's a very plutonic, scorpionic theme of this death and rebirth, um, you know, which is and a karmic south node shedding of anything that's no longer serving. So I am absolutely feeling that. And you know, it's it's so many things about relationships and harmonization of energy and, and the self. And the self, absolutely. Um, you know, again, like Libra being my rising, I am so oriented to the other. And so it, it, she, like really diving deep into these themes for me has been very, very potent and, and very transformative. And how wild is it during this whole portal? Because you live in LA, you live alone, you're independent, yeah. all these things. But during this whole portal, you've been traveling, you've been with your family, you were just staying with me. You haven't been alone, alone yeah. in your, you know, quote unquote, safe space to regulate yeah. the Aries, the I, the me. And same with me. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're, we're both in, you and I are both very independent people. I think we've both found a lot of safety in regulating on our own. Mm-hmm. Cause we can talk about the, um, Capricorn and Pluto placement and yes. really your nice journey with that, which has really been a solo journey, but yeah. just so fascinating that during this Libra eclipse portal, we're both around more people, mm-hmm. which is so unfamiliar for us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's, 
again, that's why you have to take a look. It's why you have to dive into it. It's why you have to surrender to it. Otherwise, you're you're going to experience some pretty major discomfort. You know, it's how we change these patterns. You kind of got to lean into it and surrender to it. Yeah, and it's what we want. You know, yeah. I think something that I've just been so aware of since I moved to Austin. And right after I say this, we'll get into the Pluto and Capricorn placement, mm-hmm. but just what the fuck was going on for the past 15 years? Yeah. Why was I alone? Why was I living a life that made me feel like I had like ankle weights on and arm weights on and just locked in a dungeon and alone and processing my own shit and mm-hmm. just getting to a new environment and opening up to people and seeing a life of joy and being social and living in lightness. Mm-hmm. I'm obviously on a different astro geography line, but all in all processing the anger and the emotions for how did I even get there and mm-hmm. how much did, was I plugging into that energy that kind of kept me there. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, just like going through the motions of just processing that anger has been super good because again, it goes back to just admitting to yourself. Yeah. Was then when you can be truthful with yourself, you can unlock. You can accept yourself. You can accept yourself, yeah. which is huge. And you can move forward. Yeah. I mean, the the Pluto and Capricorn transit is another really big one that's happening right now. It just was retrograde. It just went direct in the midst of all of this. It was also like closely aspecting the eclipse, which turbocharged um, this time period as well. Uh, Pluto has been in Capricorn for the last 15 years. Um, Pluto is a very slow moving planet. It is Pluto being in Capricorn was asking us to take a very deep look at the systems foundation foundations and structures of our lives and our relationship to our own power and authority. And again, this plays out differently for everybody based on your placements and based on your chart you and I, it particularly hit quite hard. You have a Capricorn rising. So again, it's that physical interface with the world. It was truly asking you to rebuild your identity, rebuild your sense of self. Um, And for me, I have a Capricorn moon and the moon is your emotions, your inner world, your foundations, your traditions, your lineage. And it's been 15 years of this journey of diving to the depths of what that means and the foundations of it and having to rebuild um, in a way that feels aligned and authentic and allows um, both of us to be in our power and in our truth. And it hasn't, it's been, it's been a tough journey. It's been very tough. I mean, I literally can remember when it hit and just remembering this kind of darkness that came over myself and my life and it's so fascinating too, because I've been doing a lot of deep work on myself since I got to Austin, obviously. And with, you know, the transits and everything we've already talked about, but the age when this hit keeps coming up mm-hmm. in all these things that I'm doing, mm-hmm. um, and just really feeling like, wow, that's really when this kind of darkness came, this sadness, this Mm -hmm. kind of depression, but also this deep journey. Like I've always felt like my full-time job has been just diving into the depths of Mm -hmm. my own pain. Yeah. Um, 
And I, I think for you too, I mean, that's how we connected. We really were like, wait, we've been on a very similar journey. And I mm-hmm. think we've really ushered each other into the light. Yeah. And then it went direct for a tiny bit. Yes, in March went, or April, yeah, right? It went into Aquarius. And um, we both felt it. Like you 100%. launched your business. I brought body forward out into the world. Like we really felt it. Yeah. The energy felt lighter and quicker. I felt so different. Yeah. And so uh, uh, Pluto's going into Aquarius for the next 20 years. But then it went back. Yes. Then it retrograded back into Capricorn until like mid January of next year. And then that was insane because retrograde is a review of the past. Mm -hmm. And that's why it feels even more potent right right, now. Right. Because it was like, oh, here's all my old stuff. Here's all my old patterns. Here's my old life. Here's my old operating system. It's a review of the last 15 years. But that's not what I want anymore. So now Mm -hmm. I have to teach myself a self-belief and a self-strength and a grit and all of that to lean into Mm -hmm. the new. It's asking you to like, are you really in your power or Mm -hmm. have you really set up your systems and your structures and foundations of your life in a way that keeps you in your power and that feels authentic and feels aligned. And that's, that's potent for anybody at any time in their life, you know? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So that goes, that's moving. Yeah. That goes back into Aquarius in about mid January, 2024. Um, and it's going to be in Aquarius for about 20 years. That's going to be a big paradigm change for all of us. And again, I don't, I I'm not an extremist on any of this. So for anybody with strong Aquarius placements, like, please don't be scared. Um, it's, it's again, through the understanding, the awareness, the clarity, the context that you get to then make the conscious daily decisions and actions that are going to allow you to express this transit in its highest way, because ultimately Pluto wants you to come into your power. It wants you to face the deepest fears, triggers, patterns, um, so that we can alchemize them, transmute them, and step into our full power in that arena of our life. So it, no need to be scared, no need to be worried about it. It is just going to take some, um, you know, diving in. Okay. So the other major transit, mm-hmm. how many do we have? <laughs> I know. There's a lot right now. Is Saturn in Pisces. Yes. And you know that one quite well as you are having your Saturn return. You were born with Saturn in Pisces. There are a lot of you um, having your Saturn return right now. Um, it's it's a really interesting placement and transit and it's a very potent one. Um, Saturn stays in a sign in about two and a half to three years. Uh, they're, they're quite opposite. Saturn is the planet of karma, time, lessons, discipline, structure, focus, uh, mastery. And Pisces is very soft, very spiritual. It is connected to love, God, source, the divine, creativity, imagination, the subconscious. Uh, so they're, it, they're, they're meeting each other pretty strongly here. And I think people are really experiencing this in interesting ways. Um, I think one of the biggest message of it is, is, you know, on the negative expression of Pisces, there can be this illusion, delusion, confusion, disassociation, escapism, and Saturn kind of like forcing its way in there is asking all of us to sober up and to get clear, um, on 
you know, what's happening in our lives and what's happening with our souls and, you know, how we're growing, how we're evolving, how we're healing. And, you know, this is a time and an opportunity where it's really asking all of us to go to spiritual university, to have a relationship with our soul and our spiritual self inside. And that's really going to help us get through this time and also everything that's going on with all the other transits and what's going on in the world. Like, tuning into ourselves, tuning into that side of ourselves is going to, um, help us find a lot of solace and a lot of peace. Yeah. Getting to know yourself and getting to really love yourself and also turn to these modalities. I just think back to 20, the end of 2019 and early 2020, when I first found human design and then astrology and Anyone who's a longtime consumer of my content knows, but I really went through a spiritual awakening. I was so into all of this stuff. Mm-hmm. And now it's almost 2024, and I really see this stuff going very mainstream mm-hmm. because we need it. Yeah. I think with everything going on in the world, there's so much that's uncertain. We have no idea the kind of world our children will grow up in, what things are going to look like in 10 years, 15 years. But the power move is really knowing yourself. Mm -hmm. And so these modalities like human design, astrology, what we're talking about, all of this stuff that really gives you the lens of knowing yourself and then taking it a level deeper and doing the work to Mm -hmm. transmute your pain to feel your pain, to admit your pain to yourself, to setting boundaries around your heart, around Mm -hmm. your soul, around your life, to taking chances, you know? I mean, that's scary to say, I'm going to unplug from this relationship or this situation that really doesn't feel good. And I'm going to trust that I'm going to be okay. Um, Because all of these things bring you into your own personal power. And that's truly what I feel we need to survive and to thrive and just this sense of knowing, yeah. knowing ourselves, yeah. knowing our hearts, knowing our souls. Mm-hmm. That's that's how we're going to make it forward. And I, I just bring it back to when I first started diving into this work, it wasn't, everyone wasn't talking about it, but now everybody's starting to talk about it because it's the only way forward. Yeah. Yeah. I think people, even people that, have had no historical background with it or really even no interest with it are, are really starting to ask questions and to see the benefit of, of it and to see how it's benefited others. Because, um, again, there is so much going on in the world right now and so much going on with all of these transits. And we are going into such a major paradigm shift, um, collectively that, people are really seeing the more that you have this connection to yourself, the more you understand yourself, the more that you accept yourself. Um, that's, that's where the real power. It's a superpower. Yeah. That's it's where the a power true and superpower. And, and I do want to say it, it's uncomfortable too, you know, because when you start to have this awareness about yourself or just life in general, you know, you do start to float on different planes from maybe your everyday people Mm -hmm. (laughs) or your normal quote unquote life. And I think that's why a lot of people will kind of open to it and then shun away from it. Mm -hmm. But we just are at such a place in our, in, in time where we need all of us to be in our personal power. Yeah. And it's important. I think it's important to find people that you can connect with on this level. Um, because it's, it's really important to, 
uh, have someone trusted that you can process with, you know, we are wired for relationships and community yes. and connection. Yes. And that's been such a big part of my journey. And I think yours too, but just in the past six, eight weeks. And I, it really starts with just such a place of honesty with yourself, mm-hmm. listening to your gut, yeah. um, tuning out what doesn't feel right. Being honest with yourself first and foremost, because if you can be honest with yourself, and you can be honest with others. Yeah. And yeah, it's just wild though. <laughs> yeah. It's, 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 um, it's intense and it's potent, but you know, I, I really do see a shift, mm-hmm. you know, the people that I'm working with that I'm are reaching out to me are so aware, like truly so many of, of, of people that have found me through you and your audience are some of the most aware, intelligent, um, authentic people that I've ever worked with. And, you know, I think it's just also showing what this collective change is. And, and again, we're moving into this age of Aquarius where it is going to be so critical for us to know ourselves on an individual level so that we are able to be a um, you know, productive, valued part of the community of the collective. And, you know, it's, this is also so relevant to what's happening right now, the transits that are happening right now and, and the South node eclipse in Libra. It's, it's like, we have to be in right relationship with ourselves, and that way we can be in right relationship with the other. And then that way we build communities and networks of people that are in healthy relationship and that are true yeah and not coming from pain points Mm -hmm. and trauma bonds yeah because if we're not in our own personal strength our own personal power our own personal self-acceptance and self-love yeah the relationships which is that libra energy that we're intertwining with are based on trying to get something Mm -hmm. that we think we need because we're not giving it to ourselves right and those are those patterns of enmeshment and codependency. And, you know, there can be swings on the pendulum of, um, you know, being the one that's totally out of their power or being the one that's like, um, hyper independent. And so true balance, true harmonization is this concept of interdependent relationships where, you know, you've gone on this journey of self-awareness and self-empowerment and self-acceptance and, you know, you're someone that's in a hundred percent and your partner is somebody that's in a hundred percent and you get to be in balanced relationship, taking care of each other and nourishing each other and loving each other in an equal way. And you can take turns doing it or you can do it at the same time, but that's finding that notion of interdependence with, which is this healthy relationship dynamic where it's not coming out of a wound. It's coming out of mutual understanding. So for anyone listening who may have no idea what, you know, if someone's just like overwhelmed and they don't even know what their chart is, all of that, 
where do they start? What's a starting point yeah, for this person? That's a good question. I think especially right now when everything is so potent and intense, I think you just have to check in with yourself and you have to start asking questions. It's like, what are you feeling? Are you feeling tired? Are you feeling dehydrated? Are you feeling angry? Are you feeling sad? Are you feeling grief? And why? What can you tie that back to? You know, we, we have to start asking the questions. We have to start making the connections. That's how we really find this clarity. Um, so I would really encourage people to start there, to check in with themselves physically, emotionally, spiritually, um, start trying to get some clarity around those things and then, then start taking action from there. How can you start clearing some of this energy? What, what somatic practices can you do to start moving some of this energy? What type of work can you do when you, where you can untangle some of these things, some of these patterns in your mind, you know, can yeah, you and just the level of honesty yeah. with yourself? I yes. think that's the biggest piece of advice, mm -hmm. you know, because when you can be honest with yourself, yeah. That unlocks so much because there's so much that Saturn and Pisces, all of that, that mm -hmm. we're just kind of living in a state of delusion yeah, and illusion, illusion. Yeah. Well, when you can be honest with yourself, you can accept yourself. Mm -hmm. And when you can accept yourself, you can love yourself and that then you are able to show up and share with another person in a way that's like real and authentic and vulnerable. And that ultimately is leading to, to what we all want, which is to be seen and heard and loved for who we are. And in our own truth. Yes. And being in your truth in your life is the most powerful thing. Yeah, it really is. Authenticity, alignment, power. I mean, that's, that's when you start to see things really shift quickly. That's when the aligned relationships come in. That's when the aligned community comes in. That's when, um, the, the job opportunities come in. That's when that sense of purpose comes in. That's even when, you know, material resources like mm -hmm. money can come in. It's so, it's just, it translates. Yeah. It really translates. And I think when you see anybody living in their authenticity and truth, we all can feel it. Mm -hmm. We all consume it. We all want it. We all buy into it, mm -hmm. you know, and, and that's, it just, that's the power move. Yeah. When you see someone in alignment and in their it's power and in their truth and in their authenticity, yeah. <laughs> you can feel it. It's that energy again. And again, we're all here we are all here to learn how to harness our energy. That's why we have these unique blueprints. And that's why it's so critical to understand them on a deep level because it ends up being such a tool, such a power um, move to be able to understand how you operate, how you're designed, and how to be able to harness this energy. So if you're looking for a place to start, you should have a session with Eric, <laughs> yeah. the unlock method yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and dive in and or, really you know, research your own yeah. stuff too. Look it up, look up your sun, moon and rising for sure. Look up your North node and your South node. But learn about it. Absolutely. Really learn about yeah. it. And I think if I could give anyone advice, if they're diving into spirituality or themselves or any of that 
the best investment I think you could make is really learning about your blueprint through mm-hmm. someone like Eric working with him one off or ongoing, but really understanding your blueprint so that when, and as we continue to move through these things, you can really identify them within yourself mm-hmm. and identify the energy that's you're kind of moving through and all of that. Because looking back before I even knew this stuff, I would have these feelings of just pure exhaustion or why is this crumbling or what is going on? But I didn't know, yeah. you know, that maybe I was going through an eclipse or it was hitting this part of my chart or that I was in a 15 year cycle, mm-hmm. you know, and, and having that kind of lens and viewpoint now, it gives me more compassion for myself because during it, even in high school, I was like, why am I so dark and weird? What's yeah. wrong with me? Well, it can give you, it gives you hope and it yeah. gives you peace because it, you, you get to understand it. Yeah. You know what I mean? It doesn't feel so confusing or scary or, or dark or hard. I mean, it still might be hard, but at least you have a, a clarity around it, a context around it. And I, I really do believe in our own empowerment. I, I believe that we do have the ability and the capacity to transmute and alchemize um, things and situations that are hard or difficult, and and having and that level do. of self awareness, yeah. yeah, you know, that's this whole eclipse portal too. Yeah, I mean, I've just been like, you know what? Let me just dive into as deep as I can go mm-hmm. because I know that the energy is there. It's supporting. It's hitting X, Y, and Z. So of course. X fell apart. Now let me take this. How can I turbocharge it? How can I just go into it head first? Mm-hmm. And that's a power move. And that just takes knowing yourself and knowing your blueprint and yeah. And trusting and trusting and trusting. Yeah. You know, it's, uh, trusting, trusting the process and, and trusting that, um, you know, by doing these things and by diving deep and exploring them, you will find, the light on the other side and you will find the clarity and you will find the alignment. Yeah. And have fun. Cause have my, fun. New, my new thing is timeline, <laughs> timeline shifting. I'm like, that's my next body forward program, yeah. all the practices to sh- timeline shift, mm-hmm. but that's the time right now. And how cool is it as tough as it may be and how many things may be crashing right now mm-hmm. or showing in your life or, I mean, the things that, have shown up in the past six weeks have with six weeks have been crazy. Yeah. But on the flip side, it's like, cool. How can I take this information? I've already been through it. Got a baseball bat to the face three fucking times. Mm-hmm. How can I take that and timeline shift? How can I turbocharge it? And that's, I think where you can start to have a little fun with this stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. It's that's the key. That's the key. <laughs> the game. Yeah. That's the unlock. Where can everyone find you? Uh, the Unlock Method on Instagram. And you can connect with me there and send me an email and we can chat about working together. Perfect. Yes. Thank you for coming on, for recording two episodes. <laughs> <laughs> My absolute, absolute pleasure. It's, it's, you know, it's important. It's important to talk about these things and it's important to like dive into the nitty gritty of them. You know, healing is a journey. It's Mm -hmm. a journey that we're all constantly on healing and, and, and growing and evolving. It's a journey and it takes time and it's, um, it's not, it's not always easy. No. And and there's no end point. Yeah. And that's also, I think something that is just so important to talk about Mm -hmm. and just bring to people's awareness because 
there's so many, you and I as friends, we're always like, wow, look at that next level we got to, right? And you think, oh, I healed, you know, but when anyone says like, I've healed, that's not, it's it's a journey. Mm -hmm. You've never healed. There's just constant layer. You can go on a healing path. Well, the only constant is change. But it's always change. And the world is always changing. And we're living in such a time of rapid change. So it's almost like, how can you get on the ride (laughs) and buckle up Mm -hmm. and have some fun and scream and cry? Eric and I sat at a stoplight last (laughs) night before dinner. We did three, two, one. We screamed at the top of our lungs. Get it out of your body. Yeah, it was just such amplified energy around and and from the eclipse. And again, it's that whole connection to the body and somatic work. And it's such a key part of this. It's the path forward. Yeah. For sure. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. Hope you guys enjoyed this 911 emergency. (laughs) (laughs) This is the end of this emergency broadcast. Thank you so much for listening. Be sure to follow along on social media at Kenzie Burke and for all things nutritional healing and body at Body Forward. And if you're looking for versatile clothing that will help you transcend the seasons as undone as it is refined at Shop Brulee. Everything is linked in the show notes and I'll see you on the next episode.